Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a fantastic day. For those of you looking to move around privately on the internet, I have an affiliate link for ExpressVPN in the description below. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. Southland Credit Union, a billion dollar institution, is now the second credit union in Southern California to enable its customers to purchase Bitcoin through its mobile banking app. Bitcoin purchases were enabled through a partnership with Bitcoin Bank New York Dig which specializes in offering infrastructure to companies and institutions looking to broker Bitcoin services to their customers. Users will be able to buy, sell, and hold their Bitcoin in New York Digs custodial platform. However, currently users cannot transfer Bitcoin from one wallet to another through New York Digs service, but users can still sell their Bitcoin and withdraw the funds if they wish. New York Dig is becoming incredibly large. They're kind of not following in the fets, the 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 fets, the footsteps of Coinbase, but many years ago Coinbase was partnering with this company, that company. It was nearly daily news that they had all these different partnerships coming in, and people could use this, and they partnered with Visa, and they were one of the first companies to actually have crypto Visa cards and all those other things. New York Dig is kind of the uh, they're partnering with other companies as a custody solution for companies to be able to offer Bitcoin services to their clients, and they've had a large number of banks in the last couple of months and institutions who've been trying to get into the Bitcoin space. I think they will continue to do well. I think there's definitely going to be a situation in the future. I don't know if you uh, heard as I was going over it. A lot of the new partnerships, not only with New York Dig, but with other companies who are getting into the space is their idea of uh, regulatory compliance is simply being able to custody and hold the coins. A lot of people now who are into crypto or just getting into crypto uh, usually sometimes end up having the issue where when you're trying to withdraw your money or move your coins around, you find out that you don't have access to these actual coins. Like it was saying over here, you'll be able to buy, sell, and hold Bitcoin in their platform, but you cannot transfer Bitcoin from one wallet to another. And I think that'll take time for people to really understand exactly what that means. Because we've only lived in a world where we've had to keep our money with the bank and there's no other real solution besides that. But people realizing that they can hold their own cryptocurrencies themselves and then, you know, the, the sad realization of trying to get your money from one platform to another and realizing that you can't move it ends up being a bit of an issue. But uh, silver lining, I guess, is the massive amount of adoption that's happening. We even see like a bit of an uptick as we had... Uh, prices dropping for a while, the amount of new institutions who've been signing contracts and stuff like that to be able to offer these services. Uh, Bitcoin and crypto are already everywhere. It's just more of a, I, once again, I, I think it's a, it's such a daily occurrence that it no longer seems as amazing and fantastic to a lot of people as it did a couple of years ago. But yeah, New York Dig is in the news multiple times every single week. Uh, there's now another credit union in Southern California, not even the entire state, that is now offering Bitcoin services and expect many more to be rolling out over the next couple of years. Yeah. Let's move on. Also in the news on Monday... Christie's, the leading British auction house founded 256 years ago, announced the launch of a new venture fund called Christie's Ventures. Okay, fair enough. 
According to the announcement, the company's venture arm plans to focus on Web3 innovation, art-related financial products and solutions, and technologies that enable seamless consumption of art. The British auction house Christie's has revealed a new venture fund that aims to support emerging technologies in financial companies or fintech companies. The firm said that it plans to work in unison with its portfolio startups in order to accelerate growth and push Christie's activities into innovative directions. They said Christie's Ventures will start by exploring three broad categories. The company said on the 18th of July, Web3 Innovation, Art-Related Financial Products and Solutions and Technologies that Enable Seamless Consumption of Art. Uh, if you haven't noticed over the last two years, I think, and I, and I really think that a lot of people did not take notice. That's what I think is actually one of the most fascinating parts about it. Uh, NFTs are huge, regardless of what you might have heard. Uh, Christie's in particular made a very good amount of money from NFTs over the course of the last year and a half. I'm pretty sure it was them that sold the Beeple piece of art. They've also sold other, I, I think, Keith Herring paintings for $8 million, also exclusively in Bitcoin and in crypto. I believe they mentioned before that they're very big believers in Bitcoin and Ethereum, which lets me believe that they also probably hold a huge amount of it as well. Uh, but to see these funds arising, no word on exactly how much this fund is going to be or exactly the uh, size of, 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 of the venture fund itself. But the other ones that we've seen popping up have been hundreds of millions of dollars, half a billion dollars to actually build this infrastructure because it's, it's abundantly clear. And, and I told you all before, a lot of it has to do with liquidity. And I think that's something that people who are not into finance or who are not into art and or collectibles don't simply understand. When I buy something, I want it immediately. I don't want it in six weeks. I don't want it in nine weeks. I don't want to have a problem where I'm thinking, is, is it dented? Is it damaged? Is there a problem with it? I don't want to have to pay millions of dollars somewhere to store it, especially not offshore. And then when I'm selling it, I don't want to also have the issue of having to wait for someone to do like it's 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 so many things that's that causes so much friction and years of waiting and issues when it comes to selling and buying art, usually, especially larger pieces. So to have the NFT space, especially where so many uh famous pieces of art are actually digitized, or I think there were banks no no. There were museums in Russia that had begun about a year ago to digitize a lot of their paintings and they were selling off fractions of them and they sold out instantaneously there have been i think picassos that have been digitized there's a whole bunch of, you know these things are going to continue going as time goes on and then when we get to a world that is just completely digital these people will seem like you know original pioneers but it's just complete logic people want to do things online nobody wants to take a really long time and nfts have maintained their popularity despite the market going down and i think that'll only continue especially as we start making record-breaking prices again Probably over the next three years, but yeah, pay attention to all the gigantic names who are putting their money into the exact same kind of products and the exact same kind of things. Everything with Web3 and DeFi and yada, yada, yada. They know where it's going, and they're just basically trying to make sure that they are the market leaders once again before everybody else actually catches on. Yeah, that's the Christie's Web3 fund news. Let's move on. Also, in this made like really big news, and I, I'll try and explain some of it to you. It says while a lot of crypto gaming activity is taking place in the Ethereum and Solana ecosystems, ZBD, that is ZE, 
B-E, and then D-E-E, Zebedee, has consistently banged the drum for Bitcoin over the last couple of years. Now the gaming startup has raised fresh funding with a surprising gaming giant in Square Enix, the publishers of Final Fantasy. ZBD announced a $35 million Series B funding round led by Kingsway Capital, which includes participation from Square Enix and the Rain Group, plus existing ZBD investors, Initial Capital, and Lakestar. ZBD's, once again, platform makes it possible for game developers to build in micropayments via the Lightning Network, which is built on Bitcoin. Game studios can offer small amounts of Bitcoin as rewards for playing games, for example, as the firm provides an application programming interface or API for developers to implement the tech and an app for games to access their Bitcoin rewards. This was popular over the course of the week for two kind of main, I mean, whatever. The, the first one was more apparent. That, uh, we heard a couple of days ago that the people from, it's not Roblox, Minecraft. Minecraft are not allowing NFTs on their platform anymore. They don't want to have an exclusionary something or other, whatever kind of platform. And therefore, there was a, a bit of a fear that a lot of other gaming companies who were going to be building on blockchains would also kind of back up or say, oh, we also don't want the exact same thing. So this news popping up that the people from Square Enix had also contributed to $35 million to build on top of the Bitcoin blockchain or some type of digitized uh, blockchain gaming thing in general made very popular news. The other part being is kind of that it's supposed to be built on Bitcoin or a Bitcoin sidechain, which is something that we have as of yet not seen uh, much popularity for. There are a couple of other blockchain games floating around. They do okay, but nothing is, you know, really incredible. Everyone's kind of waiting for like a really beautiful game or something to launch on a blockchain that kind of becomes uh, insanely mainstream. And so, I mean, over the years, I'll be honest with you, I've heard thousands of things like this. There's always been funding rounds and people plan on doing this. And there were so many other initiatives years ago that people planned on building on top of Bitcoin and having this. And this was also going to happen. And there was going to be this thing for Bitcoin and Bitcoin was going to... And we still don't really have them. It's still, you know, we need the proper side chains. We need the, the actual proper infrastructure to be able to build these things. And I hope they do it. You know, there, there, there's nothing that tells me that $35 million for a Series B funding round, which means Series A was at least $30 million as well. We can only assume uh, wouldn't be able to create something that would actually make this go mainstream or have like pretty beautiful games on top of it. But as of now, we're still kind of waiting. Uh, this has been going on for years now. Tons of proposals for things on top of Bitcoin, tons of different upgrades or sidechains. Not many of them have launched. One of them will eventually. I don't assume by the year 2055, we won't have multiple games on Bitcoin, but it's more of a, you know, can we kind of get them now? Yeah, that's the Square Enix has put money towards a building on top of, I guess this would be built on Lightning. It doesn't really say where. It says, yeah, no, 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 no. It says, no, no, no. It says game developers to have micro payments via the Lightning Network. So, which is built on Bitcoin. So, fingers crossed. I don't know. It'll happen eventually. But you know, it's, you know, it's definitely like SNES kind of uh, era right now. We we haven't even gotten to PlayStation One. Let's move on. Also in. News, in a blog post, 
the Koti, Koti, I have no, it is C-O-T-I, I would say Koti, team shared that Jed, that is D-J-E-D, Cardano's algorithmic stablecoin, oh my gosh, uh, developed in collaboration with the Koti network, has seen 35 new partnerships ahead of its mainnet launch. I swear to goodness. So first of all, we had we heard before that they were building a a stablecoin. When I read the word algorithmic, all the other ones that collapsed before were also algorithmic. I believe Terra was algorithmic, and then when the Tron stablecoin also floundered for a little bit, at least. But I haven't. I don't check up on Tron's thing uh, daily. That one also was algorithmic as well. So. Oh boy, I hope they get this one correct. The launch of the Vasil hard fork is getting closer, which implies that the Jed stablecoin might soon be deployed on the mainnet. The completion of the Vasil hard fork and the end of the final audit as, wow, English, as previously mentioned by you today, may signal the beginning of the deployment of Jed on the mainnet. As stated by the team, Vasil's mainnet hard fork is anticipated to occur during the final week of July. That's about now, unless my days are a little bit off. So that means sometime in in the next couple of days, we should be hearing that uh, Vasil is going to be deployed and we will finally have this Cardano update that we've been talking about since like January. This is according to the Jed team. Vasil hard fork will provide the scalability needed to run Jed on the mainnet securely. It's really weird. I never see any numbers. And I think that's always something that kind of has thrown me off. I'm, I'm, I'm a numbers guy. I like seeing not only proof, but also numbers. Um, for those of you out there who are keeping really like track of this, um, what is, what scalability is, is supposed to happen for Cardano with this upgrade? Like, are we going to like 20,000 transactions per second? Will there be more transactions per block? Like, what exactly is going to happen when this upgrade takes place? Because if you've been paying attention to the channel for the last, like, six months, we get once-a-week news that... I keep wanting to say Vitalik. Once-a-week news that Cardano is going to have this uh, upgrade and how great it's going to be and how amazing it's going to be and they have all these new partnerships, but it's never like a... What are the numbers going to be like? How much quicker will it be? Like, is it like a... A 3x improvement? It is a 15x improvement? Will there be like 10 new side chains on it? How many transactions per second can they do now? Are we going to such a high number that Ethereum then has to be terrified? Or is it simply just enough to have a stable coin be able to run on it? Like I, I sincerely mean all these things. Like I haven't seen any numbers anywhere. Here's the actual tweet right here. On the 19th of July... Another collaboration between Jed and A-Starter. A DeFi infrastructure hub on Cardano was announced. A-Starter will be using Jed to add native Cardano stable market pairs for highly liquid assets trading on the A-Star decentralized exchange called ADEX. The new cooperation with Celestial City, a Musify platform that allows artists to conduct initial song offerings, my gosh, was launched at the end of the month. Users of Celestial City will be able to use ADA Pay to make payments on the platform. They will also be given the option of paying with Cardano's ADA through the agreement. The team added that it was looking for ways to include Jed in the Celestial City platform so that users can likewise use it to pay. Um, Cool. So 
um, Celestial City and Musify are trying to pay with Ada. Um, Musicfy, that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, what else is there? There's going to be another decentralized exchange called ADEX that is trying to use Jed as the na- the native coin and have pairs on it. Uh, the Vasil hard fork is supposed to be happening this week in like the next couple of days. And the scaling will allow it to be able to run the stable coin as well. I think I got everything. That's the Cardano news. Yeah, can't wait. I'm so excited for this hard fork because people won't stop talking about it. It's been everywhere for so long. And to finally have these things like this is, I think, it's so weird. Like the actual, uh, the, 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 the word's not anticipation. Like just knowing that like it's going to actually happen is like such a relief. You know, hearing about Ethereum trying to upgrade for the last seven years, I'm like, just do it. I don't even really care where the price goes. It's nice to see that it's going up. But I'm like, come on, you just, you know, just... Just do the upgrade already. Same exact thing with Cardano. So I'm expecting big things. It's nearly impossible to have heard about this thing for 28 weeks in a row, multiple times sometimes, uh, seeing all these men argue with each other on on Twitter about how amazing their blockchains are. Uh, you know, I'm hoping for some really big results when this upgrade actually ends up taking place. You know, I don't explicitly think it's going to fly up to $5. I wouldn't be upset. But, you know, just nice to see that something. Listen, they said this week, final week of July, that does not say beginning of August. So, you know, time and all that stuff. Rightio. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. Hope you're all having a great weekend. Hope you're having a great day. Uh, Thank you all for liking, for commenting, for subscribing, for supporting, for everyone who's been here for a very long time. I keep forgetting how long I've been doing this channel. It's been a very, 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 very long time. And I keep seeing a lot of, I was going to say familiar faces, but familiar names. And um, a lot of people have um, a long time. Hello to all of you. I'm giving you a, I I did it, but a a digital high five. So, you know, expecting some hands to be raising in the air. Uh, thank you all once again for watching, listening, supporting, clicking affiliate links, or likewise. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.